Hello everybody and welcome to We Are Marvel, where we explore all the corners of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we are the official podcast of the We Are Marvel Facebook group. Go ahead and check that out if you're on the Facebooks. Welcome to the show. Uh, <laughs> we are your yeah. host. My name is Justin. My name is Jeremy. And how's it going today? Good. I think we started this show five minutes ago by the time we said our names, but... <laughs> Thank you for joining us, everyone. Um, we always love that you guys join, so yeah. we appreciate it, as usual. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this week we're doing what we we plan to do. I, I think we might end up just combining these from now on, because that's two very short topics meshed yeah. into one. And it's our kind of uh, wrap-up of Phase 1. Um, we had some cool guest stars and some uh, promoting of other shows to do before we got to this. It was supposed yeah. to be a little sooner, but here we are. But yeah. I think it worked out for the best, because like I said, it's this was supposed to be two different episodes, and I don't think it's really worth it to separate. No, yeah, I mean, we we could we could turn it into one long one, but it'd be a lot of probably repeating things and blabbing on and probably... Yeah making nonsense up so yeah we figured we'll, we'll combine it into one <laughs> yeah we're at least aware of it this time yeah so, so yeah we're gonna combine it into one and uh i guess we'll call it a double feature sure mm. i like it uh yeah. the first thing we're going to do is rank phase one uh my favorite thing to do and my favorite thing to make jeremy do because he hates to do it so it's always I do. nice I yeah, I, I don't. The reason I don't like to do it is because it just changes so often. Like honestly, if if this ranking, if you would have asked me before we rewatched them, it probably wouldn't have been different than now. So it's like, how long will this be my ranking? <laughs> I don't know. I I think Forever. mine are for the most part the same all the time. All right. Part of it's because I've watched these things so many times yes. that I just I know where they sit in my enjoyment levels <laughs> but i mean especially for phase one i mean these movies even the oldest one is almost 10 years old now yeah yeah so jesus a long time like, <laughs> yeah so like I, i've been living with these for a very long time especially when we were gearing up for the first avengers and it was like okay i gotta rewatch these a million times to catch every little <laughs> detail that didn't matter anyway no. <laughs> by the time the movie came out but uh, some of those will probably come <laughs> up in future movies, just because Marvel's like that. They'll just sprinkle True. things in here and there. Yeah. Like, hey, that's a callback from 30 years ago. Like Senator Shandling showing up in Winter <laughs> Soldier, or Red yeah. Skull being teleported through the Tesseract, so he's not dead. He's on Vormir. Spoilers. Yeah. I guess, yes. I mean, no. <laughs> who hasn't watched that, you know? I, you know. <laughs> Nobody listened to this show, I hope. <laughs> so without uh, much no further ado let's get into this because we have a lot to cover this episode my number six meaning the worst movie but still a good movie in phase one iron man 2 oh ah, okay i was curious how close our list would be and uh not not so much the same <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what your six is going to be, my, and it ranks up a little further on for me. All right, that's fair. <laughs> Are you going to explain it, it all why? Or, 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 sure, yeah. Uh, okay. I, it, it's the the least... I don't know. It, for one, it's the one that I've seen the most, because it's always on FX. They show it all the time. 
I was gonna say change the channel, but if it's Marvel, you're gonna watch it. <laughs> no, and I don't watch it when it's on. Like I, just, I see that it's on. It's like, oh, it's Iron Man two again. Okay, but it's just. I mean, Justin Hammer didn't work very well. Um, Whiplash was cool, but there was so much hype on what he was going to be that it didn't quite get there. And it, it's my problems with the first Iron Man accentuated more so because we don't have that Tony Stark backstory to really keep us hooked. Okay. You know, the, so there it is. That's, that's fair. I mean, yeah. you, you make good points. So Always do. I, I can't argue with you. <laughs> <laughs> Man. All right. Well, my number six is The Incredible Hulk. I should have known, but <laughs> I did. Yeah, I, it's just, I think, I mean, of course we explain this in, in each episode that we've talked about, but it just... It, it didn't do a lot for me. It, it was on the cheesier side. It was early MCU. Um, just it, it's unmemorable. Like trying sure. to think back, it's like none of this matters really, and that could be changing. I don't know. I mean, we again, and that's even one thing we do see characters from this movie, The Incredible yeah. Hulk, in the future stuff, which is which mm-hmm. is cool. But it didn't matter if this movie came out or not. I feel like we could have just seen these actors you know general ross to be more specific now and would have been like okay that's him we don't see him and like hey i loved him in the incredible hulk no i do i think that this is going to change when she hulk comes out and maybe even shang chi because she's you know we have wong a fight fighting abomination and abomination is all supposed to be back in uh, she hulk so i think and hope marvel's finally going to get to making this more relevant okay because my, my list will change yeah well and a big <laughs> part of the problem with this is that universal owns the rights to hulk so yeah. to do a solo hulk movie they'd have to go through universal and that's not something disney's gonna do yeah and so we haven't had a hulk movie since 2008 yeah I mean, we had a uh, you know ragnarok yeah which is had more hulk in it and i liked him even more in that than i did well yeah i mean it was hulk. Planet Hulk mixed with Ragnarok to make a yeah. great movie that we'll talk about in a year or so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably longer. <laughs> so that's why it's number six for me. That's fair. Uh, it's going to be my number five. I had it a little higher in my actual ranking when I did this months ago, but... Uh, but it changed? Yeah, just because... I don't know. I, I it's t- well, I guess we'll get to it when it's four. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's always fluid, and it's always, you know, changing. Like, I I watched the new Suicide Squad on HBO yeah. Max and loved it. Yeah, it was really good, yeah. So, I was like, okay, I'll watch the first one again, just mm-hmm. to see. And I liked it so much more. Okay. Because <laughs> it's, they're, they're practically the same movie. If you go beat for beat, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. It's just the new one looks better and is just a better quality movie. Right. So it's like for, for for the beats, I actually enjoy the original. There's just things I don't like about it, and it, I, it's too dark. Literally, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> it actually reminds me of a meme where it's uh, it says Marvel lights, camera, action, DC camera, action. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they did. They just, nobody said lights, so <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, much. But, but I, I see what you're saying, though, is is they are probably similar. I haven't rewatched the first one in a long time, but 
it, it was probably also done better. I can see James Gunn doing better. Like, a lot of movies, not a lot, but, you know, movies can be the same as each other. Mm-hmm. But if you have a better director or, or even whoever's editing it, can make one better than the other. And well, that's, that's the, I mean, and, what it, happened. and it literally is just, it's lighter, you know, it's mm-hmm. not necessarily even funnier, but like the visuals are brighter and better and I won't spoil anything just in case, but the villain of the movie looks mm-hmm. so much cooler and more realistic than in the original movies. Movie. Yeah. Like sure. those villains look so CG garbage compared to what we got on this new one. It's yeah. unreal. Yeah. And it's it actually, impressive. I think it looks better than almost any CG villain we've had in a DC movie. Yeah. Like, it actually looks like it's real, which yeah. is insane because it's the craziest villain DC has <laughs> used so far. Yeah. I, I just that don't get true. it. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, yeah, right. right. Back to Where my thing. Uh, my number five is Incredible Hulk. I... I love this movie. Like I said, it was on my four, but my four, I like, I don't know. I'm liking it more right now, mostly because of recent things that have come out. Um, I think it's a solid movie. I, like I said earlier, I think it's going to be redeemed a little bit more when She-Hulk comes out. And it's just a solid, it's what a Hulk movie should be. Like the only thing I would change now is make it Ruffalo so that there's that continuity stream whereas with it being norton it's such a kind of like sidestep that doesn't fit in with the rest of the puzzle right now because the only carryover we've had is general ross yes and soon to be abomination but yeah but even he looks different so yeah (laughs) not a lot but just better Mm -hmm. because again like he's evolved more yes that all right that's fair my number five is actually Thor. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm surprised it's I was, so low. I I am too. I, I was I was debating between uh, five being or Thor being four and five, but I I ended up going with four. And it's just because I have more fond memories, I guess you would say, for my number four than Thor. I'm trying to keep it so secret, <laughs> like anyone cares. Four of Thor. <laughs> um, I'm saying four of Thor is hard. It it is yes, but no, I mean I do like Thor and he is one of my favorite characters. But just the first one was just you know blonde eyebrows and yeah that's rough. Yeah, it was and just him being without his powers was it wasn't bad. It was I mean I understood why they did it and I understand you know the whole story behind it and all that. But it just it wasn't as fun. He's just so much more fun and cooler and stronger with the powers and and even now with stormbreaker and him knowing his full strength man it's it's fun to to watch his growth but it wasn't that exciting for me the the villain which i mean the, when i think about it just quickly the villain that i think of is um what are they called with the is it the guardian that shoots out the big beam out of his face the destroyer destroyer like that that's my first thought when i think the villain mm-hmm. and it's like that's it. That was that was your big villain. He was hardly in it, and I don't know. It's just it's also thinking not the back, big villain. <laughs> yes, I know. But thinking back, like that's what I remember, and that's probably because it was in the trailers and all that. Yeah, but it's just that's. Fair. I think the others are better. That's fine. Right, like we've said before, these are all great. Yeah, uh, my four is Thor. So Thor. 
<laughs> Good luck um, with this. It, it was my five, and it just mm. got ratcheted up just a notch. A lot of it because of Loki, the new show. It's amazing, yeah. and just seeing his journey. And a lot yeah. of it, I think, comes down to performances. There's some... Some of my favorite MCU moments are in that movie, like when Odin banishes Thor and that speech that Odin gives when he's like practically crying, banishing him. And when Loki finds out that he's a frost giant and he confronts Odin in the vault and screams at him to tell him the truth, like it's still gives me goosies just thinking about those two scenes because they're so (laughs) good. And yeah, Thor is a lot more earnest in this one he really didn't find his stride until avengers 2 and like ragnarok Mm -hmm. but it's i would say it's more what i think of when i think of thor he is more earnest and straightforward it is more shakespearean like i i think (laughs) thor one is closer to the books but Thor 3 plays closer to what Hemsworth is good at. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Now, I like the line of, of Shakespearean. It reminds me of Tony's line. Does mother know <laughs> you wear, wear her drapes? drapes. <laughs> God, I love that line. It's so good. All right. My number five, just to confirm four. with my list. My number four is... All, my number, I'm just I'm letting, reminding everyone, my number five was Thor. Right, that's mm-hmm. Thor. Of course, obviously. My, my number four, though, after Thor, mm-hmm. so not number four, mm-hmm. uh, Iron Man 2. So I have a feeling your top three might be. Uh, could be similar, could we not? We'll see. But yes, Iron Man 5. Th- um, Iron Man 5. <laughs> Iron Man 2. Maybe one day. <laughs> we need <laughs> Iron Man 4 first. <laughs> Were you going to say something? No. Okay. Rewind the Never tapes. Again. I'm never going to say anything ever again. Iron Man 2. Similar reasons for you. <laughs> Jeez. Weird face. Uh, similar reasons that you mentioned where it, uh, it was, and I wouldn't say a letdown, but things weren't as great as we were kind of being, I don't know if we were being told, but I guess expecting. They just weren't as good. Well, yeah. I mean, it was the third movie. Iron Man was great. Incredible Hulk was good. And we were, you know, looking towards the future and hoping. The trailer looked, made it look amazing. And it was. It did. After the Dark Knights, we kind of I was expecting Whiplash to be the the Joker of the piece. Yeah, not so much. No, exactly, not so much. But but I I mean I, he did he was memorable, and I did like the way um, he kind of showed how Tony isn't this god that he thinks he is, and kind of made Tony even change himself, like realize like, all right, I'm not, maybe I'm not so invincible as I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I did like the. The powers and Mickey Rourke's cool. It's cool seeing him, yeah. but yeah, just the, the Justin Hammer was like, that's it. We haven't seen him again. Yeah, like, there just I, the uh, the short. All hail the yeah. king. He's in it, yeah. like, You know, as a joke at the end. Right, but it's like that's like that was it. Like this is Tony's big competition. Like he does so much more, but this is all we got. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's just it was a bit of a letdown, like you mentioned. So. But still fun. It was still, you know, it was a good ride. Yeah, I'm I'm just surprised it's so high up on your list. Well, yeah. I don't know. So I mean, it has I, some great scenes. The Grand Prix is amazing. I Yeah, the Grand I love the Grand Prix. With him cutting the car in half and the, the suitcase thing. And, oh, man. Mm-hmm. 
That's the case one. It's still one of the cooler ones. Yeah. I mean, that scene taken out of that movie and the robot rumble is pretty great too. But like those two set pieces are what kind of make that movie worth revisiting. And Black Widow, of course, because she's just great. I think the the fight in the, uh, what is it, what do they call it, the kill box, where Ruddy calls it, the, mm-hmm. the kill box, the area down below, like that whole scene, that was just, it's amazing. And I even remember, I'm, that reminded me that my daughter was watching at that point, and just the look of like, all like, oh, like uh, of course she wow. probably didn't say it. maybe <laughs> she did, but like the holy shit look, like, <laughs> is this happening, like, this is so cool, like, look at all this stuff that's going on, like, yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> My only complaint with that, which I'm sure we talked about on the episode, it was it was too quick. Yeah, that is true. It, I could have watched a, that for. It was 15, arguably like the fastest final fight in MCU history. <laughs> for the amount of villains, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my number three is Iron Man. Oh, okay. I think our number one will be the same then. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, it's hard to knock the first Iron Man. I have some biases and prejudices that rank my first two higher. That just has Mm -hmm. to be. Uh, And I've always felt like the love story was a bit tacked on in the first movie. Okay. That that would be my only, like, critique is that their whole thing at the end about being a couple just felt like it came out of nowhere. Oh, but everything else is great. I mean, the visuals, I don't think the armor, like, they've done some great stuff with it, but I don't think it's ever looked as real or as just well put together as it did in that first movie. Like, it looks like he's, he's actually in that suit doing those things. Okay. Whereas the rest, it's like, that is CG, and I'm aware. <laughs> it looks great. Yes. But it's not always, real. <laughs> it always does. All yeah. right. That's fair. But, I mean, Bridges is amazing. Downey was great. Terrence Howard got the heel-toe out of there, thank God. But, <laughs> yeah. I I do wonder, like, how uh, how he would have been throughout the rest of the films. Yeah. Probably I mean, we'll never know, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I would love them to do some funny multiverse what-if thing with him. And yes. explain that that's it was like this weird riff, yeah, and, and that's I'd, what made him change. That'd be I'd great. Love that that'd be hilarious. Same with Banner. <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah, yeah. I just that one wouldn't be as funny. I don't know. I mean, it could be, but yeah. Uh, my number three. And don't hate me, Justin, but it is Captain Always America: do. The First Avenger. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> yeah, and and that's only because of the my for me the top two have to be that top two, but you have a different opinion. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I love Captain America: The First Avenger. It's it, it's such a great story, a and a a beginning story, and just to see how great Steve is as a person, and then how great he is as a soldier, and that never give up, and you know, kind of never surrender type attitude, and always doing the right thing. Like I I love the story, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad that it looked so great. The we talked about this in the episode, but. How great it looked with him being small. It really looked like it was him. Yep. And it was like, how'd you do this? Did you cut his bones off? Like, <laughs> how'd you guys do this? And then to, yeah. for having to, that girl, it's just, it's amazing how well it looks. 
And and you talked about in the special features, like all the lengths they went through to get that. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like it paid off. Like oh, that work was worth it. Everyone. Yeah, body doubles and CG and manipulating this and that. I mean, no two shots are done the same way. I think there's only one where he's in the car with Peggy where it looks a little off right. scale. It's the height, right? Like, yeah, scale. yeah, she looks a lot bigger than him to the point where he almost looks like a little kid. But otherwise, it, it's amazing. And yeah. that's why it's my number two. Mm. Obviously, I'm... I'm biased. I love Captain America. I've got a tattoo on my arm. I've got a whole wall that I'm staring at every time we record of Captain America artwork and shit. But to me, it's also the most complete story. And it's also staying true to the books. Uh And it's just more exciting. Like, Thor's great, but it's a little slow. Iron Man is good, but Tony Stark isn't or Robert Downey Jr. isn't really playing Tony Stark. He's playing himself as Tony Stark. Like the the actual Tony Stark in the books is much mm-hmm. more serious, and you know not as quippy. Obviously, he's a ladies' man and all that stuff, but he's kind of an ass, like right. in in a bad way to the point where mm-hmm. you almost don't like him, which is a good thing that Robert you know changed for that. But yeah. you know, I've had we'll talk about a couple other moments later on, particularly in Phase Three. Where I see a performance, like, in the first line they deliver, I go, that's that character. And with Evans, as soon as he got up from that chair after the guy was like, you know, you sure you want to or make you think twice about doing this? He goes, nope. And he walks up and, you know, tries to get tested to be in the army. It's like, it's perfect. They did it. (laughs) He gives me goosies thinking about it now. Like, yeah. It was just like, okay, sold, and then jumping on the grenade and yeah. sacrificing himself in the plane. And, the, yeah. you know, I I had a date line. Like, everything was so great. Hugo Weaving, his red skull was great. I wish he'd came back. Yeah. Ross Marquardt does a great job. He does. Not, it, I don't want to detract from him, but. There are probably people out there that don't know it's a different actor. Yeah. That's how good he did. Yeah. But, I mean, just everything about that movie, it felt to me like original Superman. Like, this is the beginnings of this character, and it just felt like I was watching the comic come to life. Nice. That's fair. That's good. Good argument. Uh, So, my number two, which means we have the same number one, Iron Man. Woot woot. Yeah. And and that's... uh, I, I just I, I mean I loved it and it was the beginning like this is what mm-hmm. set us off into this journey of you know 100 movies that we're up to now and, <laughs> and what are we at 24 movies now I think Shang Chi is supposed to be number 25 um, yes I'm pretty sure that's right yeah yeah, yeah like like yeah. this is the number one this is this is grandpa like respect your elders kids <laughs> like like he's the, he's the reason we're all we're doing, man, he's the reason we're doing this and yeah. this podcast alone. And we've had all those great movies. And, and like you said, like Robert just took that character of Tony Stark and made it his. Yeah. And, and I, I, like you said, I absolutely think it's for the best. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I love him. When I think of Tony Stark, I think of Robert Downey Jr. And there's not a lot of actors that are like that. And he's definitely mm-hmm. one of them. And I think he just does amazing in this and the whole backstory and how, 
he built this from like from a cave and it's just you know technology that he thought was useless that is now turned into this superhero mm-hmm. and it's just it's a great story i love it the, the comedy the action i love all of it terrence howard you were fine in this one <laughs> you were dumb for being how you were yeah but yeah next time nope <laughs> <laughs> That's always fun watching that movie, and every time he says, next time, baby, I go, yeah. not quite. <laughs> you don't so know how close. far that might be. <laughs> <laughs> it would be fun if they brought him back in something, like a multiverse of madness cameo. Yeah. That'd be yes, funny. Yes, absolutely. Like, bring him it's in, not gonna in happen, a, in a suit. Great. Oh, no, never. But yeah, just like bring him in a suit and be like, I'm from another universe. Or, I don't know. They'd find a way mm-hmm. to make it make sense, but yeah, just... Have him land, and you're thinking it's freaking Ro- or Don Cheadle. Or it'd be Rowdy, anyways. You think it's Don Cheadle? Mask, your helmet comes up. What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> I told you, baby. <laughs> the next, next, next time. Time after the next time. All, All right. right. Our number one is <laughs> Thor: The Dark World. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> it's so good. It jumped ship. And came into phase one. Yeah, we had to make an audible. (laughs) (laughs) We knew you guys would understand. (laughs) The Avengers 2012. It's fantastic. It it really is. is. It is. It's it's that, you know, at the time, it was that big culmination of all these big name actors and these people from different movies Mm -hmm. coming together as that character to be in this one movie. Like continuing storylines and everything connects like it's it had never been done before no and i re- i still remember it like thinking mm-hmm. like, this has never happened like, like how is this happening like yeah. like if it's possible why isn't it being done more i still ask that question <laughs> I, I just i don't know if it'd work out the same with the way they they built this to happen yeah. um yeah there are times where yeah i wish it could um i just the way they did it was just it was incredible. Yeah, it really was. I mean, and even now, the visuals are amazing. The Chitauri look great. Mm-hmm. The Leviathans look amazing. Mm-hmm. Hulk looks great. Like, it really kind of set the tone for what came next. And it was a nice transition from the Paramount stuff, which was a lot more dark and serious tone and kind of brought us into the Disney world, which was much more lighthearted, jokey. And they've had some trouble finding their feet, like we talked about with Iron Man 3 and soon with Thor The Dark World. But by Winter Soldier, they found that balance and have been riding that wave ever since. And it's, I think, thanks to this movie. Yeah. It was just great. And it teed up everything that followed, including our first shot of Thanos. Yeah, that's right. Which was amazing. Yeah. It doesn't look as good, obviously. You know, no. the, the CGI got and it's much not better, Brolin. True. I, I don't tr- I don't know who it is. I'm trying to remember I don't the name? know who it is. I think he came back and was in a movie as someone else later. Really? Yeah, but I don't okay. remember his name. Because he was just a guy. Like, he was just there to be the guy in the chair that they would put the prosthetics or CG over. 
right. to, to, to pull it off. But I'm pretty sure that actor came back as something. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best to try and find it while you talk, but... All right. It sounds like but it was, you're done. <laughs> yeah, I kind of am, but I can riff a bit. I mean, it's just... It is great, and the moments in that movie that tee up things, particularly like Civil War, I mean, that that's the stuff that I like the most when Tony and Steve have their little confrontation when the, the, the scepter is sort of seeping into their brains, and it's put on the suit, and, you know... Everything special about you came out of a bottle. I even just today saw a meme that was a rehash of those lines of, you know, you're not the one to uh, step on a wire and make the sacrifice play. And then it's a shot of Tony in Endgame snapping his fingers to sacrifice himself to save everybody. And then it's everything special came out from a view came out of a bottle and it's Cap holding Mjolnir. Showing like they were both wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so all I've been able to find is uh, I went to the character list, found Thanos, and it shows. Oh god, now I lost it. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jim Starlin. That's the creator. Yeah, that's the only thing I can find though. Because I like I did click on him and he's known for writer, 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 writer. Yeah, he's the writer of in Marvel Comics that uh, created Thanos. And, and Maybe so I, kind of, I can't. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, because it has Jim Starlin as character Thanos uncredited. Yeah, I don't know. I really thought it would have been in there. Because I mean, he has a line. Like, no, he doesn't. I thought he says, "I'll do it myself." No, that's uh, you're you're skipping an Avengers. Am I really? Yeah, that's Age of Ultron, Holmes. Maybe that's why I'm remembering things wrong. Yeah, because you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Boop. <laughs> All right. No, well, have we wasted enough time on this one? <laughs> I think so. All right. But yeah, there's our list. You, I want to run down one more time. Sure, I'll go first. Uh, so my number six was The Incredible Hulk, number five, Thor, number four, Iron Man 2, number three, Captain America, The First Avenger, number two, Iron Man, number one, The Avengers. My number six was Iron Man 2, my five, which changed at the last second, was Incredible Hulk, four for Thor, three for Iron Man, two for Captain America, First Avenger, and one for The Avengers. Yeah. Damien Potier is who it okay. was. And uh, he came and back he to was, uh he was one of the mercenaries in uh, Civil War. I'll show, uh, I'll see if I can... Okay, yeah. yeah. He looks like a familiar actor. Yeah, he was the one that had the, that had the vile thing and said, drop it. You know, to Black Widow to drop the gun, and she whooped his ass, and yeah, that's what he's she been does. Mm-hmm. And I think he's been cool. in other stuff. And it's funny in Avengers, he's credited as Man Number One, <laughs> which is weird. <laughs> like in Avengers, like the Avengers, the one we're just talking about, are Number One for Phase One. Yeah, he's credited as Man Number One. Uh-huh. 
I love it. Okay. That's interesting. <laughs> man yeah. number one. He's the number one man in our hearts. That's true. That's for sure. Until he never came back. All right. Enough dawdling on that nonsense. Let's get into the box set. So yes. uh, this released right before Iron Man 3 was uh, set to release. I don't remember the exact day, but it did have a sneak peek at Iron Man 3 and a special feature disc somewhere, I think, that had a highlight reel for what was to come in Phase 2. Um, I could be wrong about that. I haven't looked at it in a long time. But it's a super cool case if you can get a hold of it. It's ridiculously expensive now. Is it really? Yeah, I don't. You might look up and see what it goes for now. Um, it comes in this really cool collector's case. That's unfortunately it's plastic, but it's in the shape of uh, Nick Fury's case from Avengers and the End of Thor, where he holds the Tesseract. Your yeah. face is yeah. interesting. Because <laughs> this is just no. This is not accurate. This can't be. Because I think it's so okay. It says it's on Walmart.com. But I'm pretty sure Walmart allows third-party people to sell things. Yeah, it does. Because this person has it listed as $2,778.22. That seems a bit much. Yeah, so... <laughs> you, I, and I did see... Yeah, there is one on eBay for 200 So I was like, what the... Wait, why is they so different? Why would anyone go to this Walmart one and not to eBay? Because <laughs> they're dumb faces. Yeah. So you open up this case, there's two little latches on the uh, top. There's even a little handle so you can hold it like a little briefcase. Yeah. Uh, there's a light on the front that lights up. We're going to have pictures of most of the stuff that we're talking about up on our Facebook page. So uh, I don't know if it'll be on our Facebook. It'll probably be on our website. Just No, I guess oh, we can put it on right. both. We have a website now. Yes. I keep we'll, forgetting. We'll put, it, <laughs> we'll put it on both, but... Uh, if you click on the in the description, there will be a link that says Phase 1 Box Set Photos. Mm-hmm. That'll take you right to the website page with these okay. photos. All right. Fair enough. I should have told you I this keep... beforehand. Yeah, that would have been Oh, nice. I did. <laughs> <laughs> you jerk. I forgot we had a website. It's such <laughs> a new thing that we haven't even talked about on the show yet, I don't think. Uh, we kind of mentioned it on our interview with Joe. Mm. I said that I was well, That was a long time it. ago. I, it was, yeah. I know. Um, but you open up the uh, case and the Tesseract is in there and it glows. It's kind of like, um, those silly slammers where you bang it against something and then it makes noise. Well, in this case, you bang it on something and it lights up and like flickers the blue light. Yeah. That's like, that's cool. Yeah. Um, each movie, I'm not going to take out the discs. I took out the files so I can look through those, but I'm not going to take out the discs because they... Are tough to get in and out. There's two like side slots that they mm. are housed in. They're in like little cardboard uh, sheet, you know, envelope cases. Okay. With super cool artwork. We have pictures of the front sides. I didn't do the back, um, but the villains or an extended, you know, scene is mm-hmm. on the back side of each one. So on the other oh. side of Iron Man, there's an Iron Monger. I think Loki is on the back side of Thor. I know Abomination's on the other side of Hulk. Um, okay. There's a Red Skull on the other side of Cap. There's a Loki and an Avengers Tower on the other side of Avengers. And I think Iron Man 2 is a bunch of like hammer drones and stuff. Cool. 
yeah, it's really cool artwork. It's the same style that they ended up doing for Phase 2. Um, we have yet to get any word, if at all, of a Phase 3 box set. I was really hoping for it, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Because you do have the Phase 2. I do, and we'll talk about that. I think what we'll end up doing for Phase 3 is what we would like it to be, if it were to Ooh. ever ever happen. Okay, I like that. Alright, so each character and uh, has their own... Uh, personnel file. It's essentially like Shield's files on these characters if they were to be uh, auditioning to be Avengers. There's an actual Shield file, the black one, nice. um, with stationery by Nick Fury talking about uh, the threat. Of, let's see. I haven't actually read through these in a long time. So... This one right here up front says, Dr. Bruce Banner, a renowned professor at the Culver University Science Department, has been located and is being tracked just south of, and then the rest is redacted, up (laughs) until operational status is surveillance only until such time as, and then redacted. Agents are advised to, then redacted, and proceed with (laughs) caution. (laughs) And then it keeps going on and on. That's cool. I like the redacted stuff. Yeah. It just gives that little authenticity. Yeah, aside from it just being kind of flimsy, very crisp, like, printer paper, it Mm -hmm. has the feel of something like S.H.I.E.L.D. would have put out. Uh, There's a level 7 Tesseract uh, subject, (laughs) uh, like a a rundown on what it is. I'll do the first sentence. After being found by Howard Stark during his search for Captain America, it quickly became clear that the Tesseract could potentially hold the answers to many of the universe's secrets. Various legends and folklore indicate that the Tesseract is Asgardian in origin, but these reports are unsubstantiated as of this report. All right. Yeah. Yeah, There's like a little energy reading... um, there's another level seven thing about uh, item forty-seven, which is the first. Or maybe it's not. It's not the first short, but it's the uh, short that they did with Avengers, where some people get a hold of some Chitari equipment and rob a bank uh-huh. with it, and Sitwell <laughs> has to hunt them down. Uh, there's a personnel file for Black Widow and Clint Barton, as well as a some glossy photos of the Tesseract in the case and one that looks like it was taken back in World War II because it's uh, sepia-toned Nice on top of like a Hydra case or something. Awesome. Yeah, and there is pictures of all this kind of laid out, so you guys will be able to see that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, The next one we have is for Stark, comma, Tony. Uh... (laughs) Field filed by Agent Romanoff, subject Tony Stark, recruitment assessment. Uh, it looks like it's all stained, even though it's super nice and crisp. And there's even <laughs> like a coffee cup stain on the, the cover. <laughs> this one has some cool stuff. It has the blueprints that he did in the cave for the suit with multiple pages doing multiple like layers of it. So when you lay right, it out right. flat like he does in the movie, you get the full set of the armor. That's awesome. Uh, there's a World Stark World Expo 1964 pamphlet f- 
from the Stark Expo that uh, ha- uh, Howard did. In Flushing Meadows. Yeah. Hmm. Let's go to the 1964 Stark World Expo! Exclamation Yay. point. This this one actually has a little tease at what's to come with a AIM Aldridge Killian business card. <laughs> which is I cool. Like that. Yeah. yeah, and the other one actually uh, for Phase 2 has the uh, Sokovia Accords. Oh, cool. With places for everyone to sign. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, we have a little napkin here that has a coffee ring on it that says, For immediate release, we no longer make weapons. Sincerely, Tony Stark. What's it say on the bottom there? It says, uh, Pepper, please post exactly as is. <laughs> With coffee stain. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's probably like whiskey stain. <laughs> I'm probably knowing him. There's a little uh, diagram of the Tesseract, which was shown uh, in the case of Howard Stark's old stuff. Hmm. There's a, let's see, the Chronicle newspaper, who is the Iron Man. And I believe this is actually a paparazzi photo taken on the set of Iron Man that they used. Is it really? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, and it just It looks like a cutout article from a newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> and then the big thing... Huh? Go ahead. Sorry, real quick. On the bottom it says, Zoo will... What's the rest of that say? Nothing. It's cut oh, okay. off. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if it was maybe a, a hint at something or, or not. No, I don't think so. And then the last thing in the Stark one is a gigantic blueprint of the uh, arc reactor in Stark Enterprise, Stark Industries. Nice. Oh, is the the ticket is is the ticket to get to the expo? Is that what that is? I oh yeah, Stark Expo presents Tent of Tomorrow. Okay, I can read yeah. it. I'm saying awesome. I didn't, see the, I didn't see the ticket in my flippings. Hopefully, I didn't uh, lose it while I was making picture taking pictures. And okay. it's just. Uh, Folded in there somewhere. Okay. Next one. Filed by Agent Coulson. Subject. Puente Antiguo. Recruitment assessment. This one is for Thor. Yes. But it was, you know, the New Mexico uh, location. Hmm. <laughs> we have a fake driver's license for Donald Blake with the super goofy Thor smile. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a goofy picture. <laughs> I do like that his uh, eyebrows are not blonde in this picture. So that's nice to see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have a hospital band for Thor. And then we have a Jane Foster physics ID badge. Which is also cool. Always nice to have a picture of Natalie Portman. Uh, we have the tree of the world drawn by Thor in Jane's notebook. It's a two-pager that yeah. uh, creates the whole thing. And then we have a picture of Thor uh, coming to Earth from the Rainbow Bridge, it was it's the uh, red infrared picture that's yeah, the one on that the the bulletin Darcy board. Po- yeah, didn't Darcy find that too? And she was like, oh, "Yeah, isn't this?" Or somebody saw it. Like, this is a person yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think the last, yeah, the last thing is from the book that Selvig finds of the mythology of Asgard, and it's the story of the Bifrost. And there's a, an animated picture of Odin and Thor, and Odin's holding the Tesseract, it looks like, and on the Rainbow Bridge headed down to wherever they are. 
Yeah, well, it looks like a Viking ship behind him. Yeah. Probably Norway. As I say, it's always Norway, so it's probably Norway. Yeah. And on the back of that, which isn't in the picture, um, there's a shot of Mjolnir. Ooh, I like. Yeah. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm so glad that I end up getting these. Um, let's save that one for last and go field agent or filed by Agent Romanoff, subject Dr. Bruce Banner, recruitment assessment. So we have a newspaper clipping that says mysterious incident at Culver University Laboratory, uh, Explosion Rocks Campus. This is, I think, yeah, I think this is from when Bruce was uh, first irradiated. Yeah, and so it's Probably. like the the cover up article on what happened. Ah. Uh, there's a juice label from the Pingo Doce with Gorana Kick, essentially the <laughs> uh, the beverages that Bruce was making in that factory. Probably the one to, or uh, Stan Lee drink. Probably. Uh, uh, there's a, cr- like a new one, but yeah, yeah. There's a, a cryosync ID tag which is the thing that was on the uh super soldier serum that was used Uh says program weapons plus developer dr reinstein which is uh the name of the doctor in the books Uh, that developed the super soldier program uh serum ids and batch numbers uh, under contract u.s department of defense nice Then we have a Culver University like newsletter with an article about Betty, uh-huh. and then the last thing is blueprints from Stark Industries on the uh, Sonic Humvees. Oh yeah, that is. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, that one's a little more sparse, but it still has some pretty cool stuff in it. Yeah. Save the best for last, the Captain America one. <laughs> Big shock. They didn't do one for Avengers <laughs> because this is the files, you know, leading up to Avengers. Right. Um, a- again, it's crisp, clean paper as the file, but it's meant to look like an old school 1940s, you know, assessment folder. Yeah, Department yeah. of the Army, Strategic Scientific Reserve, Washington 25, D.C. Uh, classified Captain America, inactive, and then there's a bunch of dates from 1943 different people who have signed it out huh any names you can kind of recognize like any easter egg type things you know i've never thought to look but i can't read any of the uh signatures well enough to tell what they are okay the initials on here are ja which is nice because those are my initials <laughs> uh dp db ad i want to say that's a sw E.T. and N.T.P. But they were all from in 1943. So we got some Captain America playing cards. Or trading cards, rather. Trading cards, yeah. Like the ones uh, that Coulson had, including the one that ended up having bloodstains on it. Yes. It doesn't have bloodstains on it. It, These look like fresh, clean, perfect cards. Uh, we have the little picture, cut-out picture of Peggy that oh. uh, appears to have been from a newspaper, which they never really show in the the movie, but if you look on the back of it, oh, yeah. there's it actual, like, newspaper print. So this was yeah. from, like, 
I always thought it was like from a picture he found, but it was a picture he found like in a newspaper. Huh. I wonder why she would have been in the paper. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's uh, cool. Yeah. There's a picture of Skinny Steve. It's the one that Peggy is looking at at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, after Steve has sacrificed himself in the ice. Uh, there's an artwork done by Steve of the dancing monkey on the tightrope above a bunch of clowns with the umbrella, which is great. <laughs> uh, Department of Selective Service Certificate of Acceptability, which is, let's see, I think that's, oh yeah, so it is, I, I thought it said Peggy there, but it's Rogers, so surname Rogers, first name Steve, birth date July 4th, 1918, uh, and it has his address, and this is from when he's not accepted, so they've checked the box that says, found not acceptable for induction into active military service, and stamped 4F. Yeah. Which is bad. Well, I mean, the guy was a dead man walking. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and then there's some top secret files that has uh, different you know, info on Steve. Surname, Christian name, address, military service number, date of birth, place of birth. Uh, let's see, next to kin, none. Any medical ailments, asthma, anemia, diabetic, color blindness, heart murmur, scoliosis. He's colorblind, really? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any family history of medical problems, tuberculosis, high blood pressure. And angina, which is a heart thing. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, he would not be approved to do anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, declaration of participant, I, Steve Rogers, do solemnly declare that the above particulars refer to me and are true. With a Steve Rogers signature. <laughs> and then a physical exam sheet... That says a lot of the same stuff I just said. Okay. And then the last thing. Notice of fraudulent application to Steve <laughs> Rogers. Uh, it has come to our attention that the address slash addresses we have on record may not be the applicant's legal address. No person shall be permitted to apply for enlistment in any pre uh, precinct or district other than the one in which the person has his legal residence in which the person is registered. Applicant has applied a total of five times in the following cities, Brooklyn, Bridgeton, Red Bank, New Haven, and Paramus. The accuracy of the information is verified by a member of the local board, which just has a scratchy signature. <laughs> Busted, Steve. Yeah, <laughs> super busted. And that's it. Yeah. That's uh, everything that is fit to print in those files, and they are amazing. They are. It's, it's a really cool box set. Um, it, I I would love one, but not mm -hmm. for 2000 or whatever. I, even, I don't know, even for eBay at 200 I don't know if I'd do that. But and that's really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's super tempting. It's one of those things, like I said, I got it when it came out. I don't remember what the retail price was back in the day. I think it. I, I don't think 200 is that crazy when you think about it, because you do get all six movies. True. Yeah. Uh, you get the bonus disc with some... It, there weren't a lot of special features added on 
to it, but there is some stuff there. You know, it's even just the six movies, and I believe they're all Blu-ray. So, and there was no digital, if I remember correctly. There was no digital copy with those, because it was a little before the time of the digital, you know, boom that we're in now. Yeah. Actually, uh, the Avengers, Captain America, and Thor are actually Blu-ray 3D and Blu-ray. That's right. <laughs> I forgot the 3D forgot. boom that lasted a week and a half. That's right. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. Ooh, actually, there's, it gave a little, uh, you know, similar items. There's one for the Phase 2 box set. Mm-hmm. Uh, $300. So, uh, there you go. Yeah, so if you think the Phase 1 one is too expensive, then Phase 2 is really going to be out of your price range. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, you know, if you love Phase 1, it's it's worth it. it it's super Absolutely. cool. There was a while there where I had all of the little knickknacks in my display cabinet in my office. I ended mm-hmm. up just, I ran out of room because I got too many toys. But, right. I mean, it, it's super cool just to have and to flip through every once in a while. It is cool. It, it's really cool. I've seen it in person, everyone. It, it's it's really cool. Just especially if you love the movies to see this stuff. It's like, hey, this is stuff that that you saw in the movie, and now you can see it here in person. Yeah, it's fun. We thought it'd be cool to us to kind of share with everyone because there's probably people out there that don't really know about it. So, so again, if you want to look at the pictures that we were talking about, uh, check the link below in the description. There will be a link to our Facebook page, but will be a direct link to the pictures on our website. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, and it's it, it's tons of fun. I can't wait to finish up Phase 2 to look through that set as well, because it's, yeah. it's got some cool stuff, and it has Doctor Strange things and stuff. It's not as well organized okay. as that. It was really just like a... Because the, the set is the uh, the orb from Guardians, mm-hmm. and then a base, and all the discs fit in that, and then all the fun memorabilia is in like a Winter Soldier file folder, and then it's just okay. like dumped in there. So okay. I, I would say if you're going to buy one, buy the first one, Yeah, because it's a lot more cool and organized and stuff, but they're still both great, and I can't wait to get into two Yeah, in like five months. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually, <laughs> if not more, if we don't keep pushing it back like we did this one. Yeah. Because <laughs> we've actually gone into phase two before we talked about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just how it happens. So, yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. That's yeah, it for this I think week. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a fun one, a uh, double feature. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I mentioned, we do have the links in the description. Um, there will be links to our Facebook page, the We Are Marvel Facebook group. Our Twitter, Instagram, our website, wearemarvelpod.com. Uh, links to, if you want to get some merchandise. Um, yeah, we have a t-shirt store. Yeah, you can get whatever you want on there. Um, there's a link in the description to that. And I think that's all the links we have down there. Yeah. But check so. them all out. Yeah, definitely. Oh, Look our, at the merch, email. too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll just, let me squeeze that in real quick. Uh, wearemarvelpod at gmail. Give us an email if you want to send us... Send us an email if you want yeah. to. That makes yeah. more sense. Send us an yeah. email if you want to send us an email. That <laughs> makes perfect sense to me. Uh, there's a ton of cool merch. There's stickers. There's notebooks. Um, you can get our full logo. You can get just the name. There's ones where it's just my character. 
mm-hmm. uh, which is the kid with the bucket on his head and the Captain America trash can lid, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one is just Jeremy's character with the big Hulk hand and the bed sheet cape. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. You can kind of mix and match and do all sorts yeah. of fun stuff on there. Yeah, absolutely. And if you do get one, definitely... You know, take a picture. Let us know. You yeah. plastered everywhere if you do that. Mm-hmm. Like we would love and it. We can blur out your face if you want. Yes. Yeah. So you don't have to be associated too much with the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Just say you're a Marvel fan. And I don't know who these nerds are on here. <laughs> no, you got to tell them the podcast. You have to. It's yeah. It's part of the part agreement. Of the yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> so what's All up right. next, Jeremy? Uh, next is. Our movie, which I what is, I don't even remember what the movie is, but I have That's to do my sad. notes on it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, oh, the, I I do now know which one it is now. Good. <laughs> it's <laughs> Thor: The Dark World. Um, <laughs> That's why I've been. That's why I don't remember it. I'm trying to forget it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like the movie. I think it's going to have a lot of uh, rewatch value after all the events of Loki and Endgame that we've seen. I think you're going to enjoy it more. Yeah, I, I cannot remember the last time I watched it. It wasn't in theaters. I've I watched it since then, but I don't remember when it was years ago. So yeah. I, I think it will be fun to jump back in and, and see all the stuff that's been kind of talked about it again, like you mentioned in Loki and, and that kind of stuff. So that will be our next episode, Thor the Dark World. Woot it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope. And then we get into <laughs> the great stuff. Yes. Oh, I cannot wait. No. But we must... That's it for this week. All right, guys. Until next time. I'm Justin. I'm Jeremy. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.